Hey you, out there in the cold, getting lonely, getting old, can you feel me? Hey you, standing in the aisles with itchy feet and fading smiles, can you feel me? Hey you, don't help them to bury the Without a fight Actually, dicks. 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 Pet dicks. Part dicks. Part dicks. Uh, of our uh, Pink Floyd The Wall second disc. Uh, the first episode of our two parter. Double album. Double album. Supremes. Yeah. Uh, we did uh, part one last week and we told the story of Pink Floyd uh, as themselves and, and whatnot. So if you don't know any of that, like go listen to part one of this. Um, so we're gonna skip all the main, you know, stuff that we would normally begin a podcast with, and just jump into jump jump into the album. Now we're at part two. Um, we got ourselves. Pink is in a little uh, little trouble. Yeah, he ended part one with a goodbye, cruel world, uh, which was the last song we went out with, and he said goodbye, and he was finally. Um, Finally, in true isolation from himself, and we start part two, part six, with Hey You. Yeah, he's completely, he put the last brick in the wall, gone, completely shut himself off from society, and uh, now, and this is, remember, so now he's completely schizophrenic, he's all over the road, so he's gonna go through shifting... Uh, regret and then confidence and then regret and loneliness mm-hmm. so because hey you is a little it's the one song that's kind of and, and it, it's a start it's almost like uh in the flesh question mark was like a preamble this is a preamble kind of for the second album because it yeah. doesn't uh what's the next song after this is there anyone everybody any uh, is there anybody out there that makes a lot more sense to be the beginning song just like thin ice so this is almost like uh not that it's like a jump forward, but it, it's still him. Just, it's almost him starting to just regret where he is. You know, he's—I don't know how long he's been in this state. State, but he's reaching out, hey you, and just kind of idealizing what could be. And I, I also think here we now have a, as we would have the intermission for the first act of the, the first part of the. Uh, rock opera yeah have a little intermission as we just took our own little intermission and uh for the listener a week-long intermission <laughs> and now we're here at the this podcast is brought to you by america bears again taste of freedom um and now we're starting now i think just how we had in in um, in the flesh like you said the, the, for the first part here the narrator's like i think the narrator here is is doing the hey you and, yeah and he's he's here we go, telling uh, you know, Pink here, 
and in, in the narrator is setting the story for Pink's uh, demise or the beginning of or the middle of his demise. There, there, um, yeah, there is that. I can see that. I can also see it being both. I can see Pink being like, "Hey, I'm in here, but can't you see that you are too? Like, can't you feel some sympathy for me? That you've been in this, you know, like out there in the cold, getting lonely, getting lonely. You're, can you feel me? Like the other, you're in your walls too. Yeah, yeah. Who is there? Anyone out there who can feel me in this? my complete isolation i know you've been there too um but yeah i can also see it being a narrator of kind of and like the narrator being the wall kind of in this you know he's he's talking to the wall and this is kind of the maybe the wall talking to him back um but it's also the first time that we have we have him having some sort of actual humility or or realization uh, it's the first. It's the first time he's like a slight request for help, where it's not completely like "fuck you, man, fuck you." Or he's not blaming other people for his his problems. He's just like, "Hey, man, you know, maybe come help me here." Yeah, and and and, and there's that third part. So he does the "Hey you, hey you." He's got three verses of "Hey you" and mm-hmm. asking questions, and then there's that middle part, and it's kind of Mother Gilmore. But it was only fantasy. The wall was too high, as you can see. No matter how he tried, he could not break free, and the worms ate into his brain mm-hmm. the worms it's death it's uh just paranoid uh thoughts are just all that all the things that make you uh cut yourself off or just become a little schizophrenic or paranoid or what are starting to dig into his brain now now he's starting to lose his himself even more inside that wall um yeah, and, and in the first sorry the first part you do have dave gilmore doing the hey yous and it's Roger Waters comes in, but is only fantasy. Oh, okay, right, switch it around. Um, and, the, yeah, so there is those two, there is the two parts there. Um, and I think I, the worms will come up again uh, later yep. on in this, and, and it gets pretty dark. Yeah, worms make, yeah, worms mean decay. Yeah. That's kind of what uh, Roger Waters said. Yeah. Um, and besides all that, great song. Yeah. There you go. It's a great song. And then in a rocker. I mean, yeah. they, they get they go back to the sort of classic rock yep. sound. This is on the radio. This is because, yeah. you know, that's that kind of song. Um, yeah. It's got a natural tuning where the uh, E string is just uh, uh, tuned up two octaves, so it's just a higher sound. It's just got this, re- it's on a 12 string guitar. And that intro, mm-hmm. that just, the arpeggio guitar is just so clean and just. Yeah, it sounds almost like keyboards. It's just bouncing off each other, pinging off. Um, and this is one of the best. This is a, well, the, the most famous song on this album. But this is one of the best like band collaboration songs for mm-hmm. me. It just feels like a good band L- song. A little bit of everybody doing stuff. Yeah, everyone does a, a really good job. Uh, you got the Hammond organ solo. Um, you got the. There's a lot of keys on there. Fender Rhodes, electric piano. The rolling drums, um, and then you also got the even at the beginning, um, the fretless bass. This is all Gilmore playing. It's actually not uh, Roger Waters on the on the bass, um, and it's kind of cool fretless bass. Here you go again. Then you get the worms. Muted, muted guitar. Yep. A muted bass. Yeah, the fretless bass. Mm-hmm. Um, some pedal steel. And then Richard Wright is just doing all the electric piano, the organ, the synthesizer. And then, yeah, you just hear those, the worms coming in, starting to infiltrate his brain as he's starting to decay. Um, but he's also starting to get that, like, 
the godlike messiah where he's just starting to send like I, I I gotta figure it out now. Yeah. If everyone starts listening to me. On um, the first the first verse there the um, hey you standing in the aisles with itchy feet itchy feet itchy feet and fading smiles can you feel me? Hey you don't help don't help them to bury the light. Don't give in without a fight. That don't get like don't help them to bury the light is kind of like don't let other I don't know like you said it's on you yeah it's on him yeah no and this this song is a little confusing yeah you're trying to is it in the right order or isn't is it kind of him looking back or like you said just kind of the intro to second side because is there anybody out there which we'll get into right next is it's that that would line up and i think in the movie is that how it goes does it go right or even the show i think it might go right from that to yeah is there anybody out there right um but besides all that besides the order and what exactly is going going on it's just a great song and together we stand divided we fall mm-hmm. i mean universal and, and and for even the band he was probably shouting out to them or um yeah, I mean, this almost sounds like a song you could be singing to the band. Um, that they're they're falling apart. Banger, <laughs> absolute banger. I mean, there's, it, it's yeah. It, 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 I think it is definitely the the first song. The, it, it's it's the intro here to the, to the second yeah. side, obviously. Yeah. But well, is there anybody out there? Is really. This the, the first, you know, song of the second pop, the second half. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe they just didn't know where to put this, and it's such a good song mm-hmm. that they're like, let's just start off the second album with this, and it it can be kind of a universal song, and it doesn't have to necessarily. It could be him singing the narrative. Yeah, I mean, I think even if you switch this with, is there anybody out there? It would make sense. There's that. I mean, Pink Floyd really fucked it up. Man. Yeah. Just really fucked it up. And maybe just to give you a break, too, because it was kind of dark at the end there. Yeah. And it's going to kind of be for a while here. So this is kind of a hopeful song of regret. But there's, um, some, good, there's, there's some good now, even though he's, uh, you know, even though he's at the bottom of his, of his turmoil here. And we get that motif that riff we don't need no education you know that we've heard that a lot um another classic Gilmore solo but yeah it's it's bringing up the same kind of themes so you kind of feel uncomfortable this we're, we're right back into the second act yeah uh yeah this is Pink Floyd yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright Pink Floyd that's what I'm listening to yeah. sweet Great single, you hear it on the on the radio. This is one of them you can put it on, and it, uh, it doesn't seem awkward or, or not really fill. It's a complete song in itself. So, um, did, is the Hammond organ solo? We'll just skip it. Do you want to just head on over to, is there anybody out there? We can do that. Um, and the think of this as more the direct connection to Goodbye, Cruel World. Is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there? Safe to travel at night? Uh, safe to 
stayed here, your father's gonna pick up our trail for him. guitar and this is just that quick instrumental um, really cool just saying is there anybody out there four different times mm-hmm. each time first it's kind of a quiet whisper and then he's you know is really anyone further out there and then yelling and each time he does it there's some kind of seagull sound or trick or the worms you hear the worms coming again um, and I think I think every time he says it, he's kind of getting a little bit more desperate. Yeah. In in the fact that there's no response. Yeah. And yeah, just realizing the consequences um, of your complete isolation. Uh, it starts off with traffic and TV in the background, and there's a low synth kind of creeping through. The mo- the sound in the background or the dialogue is a 1967 Western series, Gunsmoke. Uh, the episode is Fandango. Um, and in it is Matt Dillon, the, the actor, attempts to bring a guilty man to justice, stopped by a crazy sheep herder. So kind of bringing himself, uh, bringing his own self to justice is just kind of a weird thing to have in the background. Um, but yeah, you're right. Each question is just a little more anxious, a little more like, holy shit, is there really? <laughs> I'm, I'm all alone out here. Um, and even when, I think when, uh, when you see the show live, at this point, he's like, well, I, I hate you, he does it, but I think he continues in it where he just kind of sits in like a fake living room by himself. Um, by himself. Watching TV. Just like watch, yeah, in like a little bit of living room watching TV. Yeah. And there's, he's the one chink in the wall. You can see like mm-hmm. through the wall where it's one, one still. Oh. There's one, uh, you know, open. It's a, it's a freaky, it's a freaky song. Yeah. And the production's really well. Just the, every time his voice just gets a little more prominent. Surround your sound if you got headphones on. Um, just that out there. droning synth holding on underneath. Yeah, the second half of this album, you hear a lot more, um, a lot like more of a prog rock, air, uh, like synths and moods and yeah. that kind of sounds here. Um, more sound of a crazy man. Yeah, going on. It's yeah. This is this is okay. This is complete isolation. No one's out there. And interesting enough, the great classical guitar playing is done by Joe DeBlasi. Um, 
I, I was, this right here. Yeah, I was shocked by that. Thought it would be one of the guys, or at least Gilmore. Um, but yeah, he was a session musician and brought in. Um, but he was, uh, I guess Gilmore tried to perform and he wasn't satisfied with the final result. I could play it with a leather pick, but I couldn't do it properly finger style. Maybe that's what it was. He wanted more of the, the fingers playing so it doesn't have that picky sound to it. It's yeah. subtle. Um, so, I mean, beautiful instrumental. Now the story for me, this is one of the first guitar parts I ever learned. And I did it, it was my goal. Nice. Uh, and you could show off. And then they're like, you learned a really dark song. And I said, is, is there anybody out there? <laughs> nobody's, uh, anyone? nobody's out there. Anyone like that? Well, so we'll go from, uh, is anybody out there? To, yeah, is your answer. That, that's what I like about it. There's an answer to this immediately. And I like it's hey you. Is there anyone out there? Nobody on. Nobody on. Let's go. Song number three. One of my favorites on the album. Same. Nobody home. God damn it, George. I just don't like it too. sad and and now yeah, more uh, kind of feeling bad for himself but like, still but kind of seeing the uh, kind of seeing the um, optimism in his now he's like well you know I've got electric light I've uh, got second sight I've got the amazing powers of observation like just trying to count his blessings in this time of uh, yeah of complete you know isolation. At least he's got you know his TV and his and his own shit, his book of poems. Yeah, um, but he's still he's still very much alone here. In in the whole we we won't let you fly. We might let you sing. I got a strong urge to fly, but I got nowhere to fly to now. Uh, 
And he does, and Ooh Babe comes back right here. Ooh Babe's in about every song. And just a quick surprise, 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 everyone knows this bit. Surprise, surprise, surprise. That is from a show, uh, Gomer Pyle, USMC. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a TV show, and that kind of goes back to the 13 channels of shit. Uh, now we have over 900 channels of shit to choose from. <laughs> 13, he was like, that's, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. And now we get to watch whatever we want, anytime we want. Mm -hmm. A little better, more freedom, but more time to do less freedom. More things to do when you're in the wall. Yeah, so just going over material things, and it right before he says, I've got a little black book with my poems in, it has the teacher making fun of him. He's got a little black book with his poems in. Yeah. He's kind of reflecting, I'm like, fuck that guy. Um, there's uh, references to Sid Barrett uh, with the obligatory, obligatory Hendrix perm. And I, a lot of guys in the late 60s had that. The guys the from, style. Yeah. Dylan was doing it. Yep. And yeah, they just all that. Even Hendrix's uh, players on. Bandmates. Yeah. yeah. They all just kind of that look, and that's that was Sid Barrett. Um, inevitable pinball burn, pinhole burns, just burning yourself. Cigarettes. Uh, and that was directly uh, Roger Waters. Um, nicotine stains on his fingers. The I got a silver spoon on a chain. Got a grand piano to prop up immortal remains. That's the shot out or shot at or however you want to look at it to Richard Wright. Little you know the silver spoon for your for your cocaine. Um, so he's kind of throwing everyone, not everyone. I don't know if there's the other guys in it, but just he's bringing up all the band members. Um, yeah, and he, he does. He says, "I got a pair of Go Hill boots, and those are like boots that kind of look like Crocs." in the late 70s mm. and that, that's uh, Sid Barrett was, was popular for wearing those so yeah he's just kind of clog type boots right leather boots yeah so it's definitely a lot in reference to Sid yeah. um, the, it was one of the later songs to be written on the wall um, it started off the band and Roger Waters were in a fight um, and David Gilmore says uh, said that the song quote came along when we were well into the thing the wall um, and he'd gone off in a sulk the night before and came back the next day with something fantastic so just kind of went home they were kind of saying we need something else he was kind of in a shitty mood or didn't think you know maybe didn't feel like he had any more to, uh, to offer for the album and he came out with one of the best songs um, I, I always hear, I think it's Noel Gallagher says it's like one of his favorite songs of all time. Um, it's just got a, it's a great, like if you're an artist in any kind of form, you kind of, you think, yeah, you think you got that, you think you got a different vision. Well, hopefully you do. That means you're a good artist. Um, and if you write poems, you got your, you got your book of wherever you write your lyrics in, or if you're an artist, you got your pad of sketches. Um. And that moment of just like, does anyone even give a shit about all this stuff? Or what am I even doing this for? I, I, I get that feeling too from the song. Um, yeah. But very uh, in the hollowness and meaningless of fame and money is kind of going on. It's funny too. It's kind of the funny song, funny sad song in this. I mean, I think he's, he's definitely, even, even him as Pink the character is just kind of uh, grab, grabbing that straw or grabbing what's it called 
just kind of grabbing for something to be po- to be p- positive about. Yeah. In his in his you know, Lost. in the state that he's in, you yeah. know, just trying to get some sort of reconnection back, and he's you know getting reconnection with the things that are kind of just sounds like around him, you know. Yeah. Physical items that are around him and the TV and all that stuff, and I think it's it's deeper in isolation here. And and this is kind of the I think we've had little moments of it, but. The New York Symphony Orchestra um, really starts coming up mm-hmm. in this song, and it will continue for the next two, three, four songs, kind of being the forefront of some of the music. So they do get a lot more experimental, operatic, uh, and their great piano playing is Bob Ezrin. Love it. Yeah, really pretty. Um, Richard Wright's on the synthesizer. Roger Waters is on another synthesizer making the, some weird sounds and then Gilmore's on the bass no real drums for this song um, great one uh, so he's just still kind of living in his uh, living in his, his wall and trying to find the, the positive aspects of it right now he's not really blaming anyone else but you can see, starting to look at himself. He's starting to actually be a little self-evaluating, but still thinking, "This is I'm, this is where I need to be. I'm in a good place." And I think uh, as we go on, he'll kind of just uh, slowly creep out of uh, out of you know discomfort and anger of, of being behind the wall now. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah. Here we go. French horn right here. Yep. It's the New York um, Symphony Orchestra starting, and it's really subtle. I don't think they really pick up more. No, but perfect, just, like just to add that in. And I see like Roger Waters recording this, like laying down. <laughs> it's very mellow. Um, so yeah, he, he'll keep. We'll keep this sort of mellow orchestral. You know, long and winding roads sounding, yep. sounding tunes here, and going to song number four, Vera. Vera.
Mr. Pink is uh hello Mr. Pink is starting to lose faith in this song uh and also reminiscing totally uh back to childhood um Vera Lynn's World War II singer had a had a big she was actually the vo- like the voice of her generation at that time um had a song called We'll Meet Again he brings that up we we'll meet again in 1942 the, the, the song was actually used in the final scene of Kubrick's uh, Dr. Strangelove. Great one. Yep. You should check that one out. I don't remember. World War II style. Yeah. Um, a, hope in, a hope of love and, re, you know, hope and love reunion kind of song. Want to reconnect with Roots. Yeah. I think, and, and now that he's, you know, he, he's in his isolation, he's deep in his isolation. This is the one thing kind of hearing you know he remembers this song being like uh and that the song would meet again was like a rah-rah song for you know yeah the uh, boys for the boys who were uh, out in war in world war ii yeah <coughs> and it kind of like an empty promise like where are they <coughs> whatever became of all of you whatever where became are those of, happy days yeah because i am not there right now got the yeah. symphony orchestra again and just subtle they don't overuse them but to a beautiful effect. Uh, in Russia, Vera means faith, too. Another little... Serbian as well. My little George sister's middle name something. is Vera. And Ooh. also my grandmother, great-grandmother's name is Vera. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Her name means for faith. The opening sound effects are from the Battle of Britain, 1969 movie. Uh, yeah, it just sounds like the drifting from reality kind of song. Again, he's still in that state and trying to go trying to say what happened to uh where how do we get back to that those golden days how do we get back yeah the people that we lost is there a way back to any of that obviously it's not there is no way back but yeah he's kind of regressing back to childhood because it's the you know kind of going back to excuse me this is the fourth song and and can kind of go back to uh the Number, the fourth song on the first side which is happiest days of our lives and like you know he's reminiscing for those happiest days of our lives yeah you know that right. that around that time of childhood and all that stuff um but yeah just a super mellow pretty song yeah. again or- orchestral really heavy and thick great um, acoustic in the playing background. great guitar playing and let's just uh let's go into one more these are all kind of little segues before the big for the big ones coming you know what's coming everyone knows that song so let's go uh bring the boys back home song number five i think now we are done with one side first side of the back side yeah could be wrong but i think we are bring the boys back home
Well, there's the full orchestra for sure. They mm -hmm. use them for just about a minute. Um, bring the boys back home, a, a call to uh, the boys who went off to World War II or just kind of a rallying call to not let people go off to be killed in wars. Um, and bring, and then it's kind of going back to your no, happiest days, like bring the boys go back to simpler times when everyone was alive. Um, yeah. And it's got a, you know, you start hearing the military beat beat um, going on the song, like almost a preparation for a battle. Yeah, there's a quote here that I thought was uh, pretty interesting from Roger Waters was, was asked about uh, Bring the Boys Back Home, and he says it's the central song on the whole album. Um, he calls this like the, the main the main thesis, whether or not, you know, I, I don't know how exactly, but yeah. Roger said it. Um, and he I did write it. That's what the whole back home metaphorical home some you know actual home yeah kind of thing um and I, it's this is such a just, such a weird song it, it sounds like it would be some it's definitely actual war cry or yeah. a song cry saying to you know bring the war boys back home yeah and i remember during the uh when we saw it live the uh really famous Dwight Eisenhower quote every gun that is made every warship launched every rocket fired signifies in the final sense a theft from those of, from those who hunger and are not fed those who are cold and are not clothed and just yeah I mean the battling cry for spending all this money when we're not really helping other people and sending off boys to get killed for I don't know World War II that there was definitely a reason when you're getting bombed yeah. but uh what was the underlying reason? Why was there th that disconnect? And I think it's because of the wall that countries build up against each other. Yeah. We and just needed to talk to is, Hitler, man. Which was just a, you know, an, another reason why this thing's cyclical in, in 2016. And there's people talking about walls being built yeah. and, and uh, you know, people people distancing themselves from people who are a little different. Scared of the unknown. And we're, we're kind of going in the same, the same direction here. And it's just like... We're, how many times are we gonna have to learn in history that like, yeah, too high of a wall, you're gonna you're gonna be pink, you're gonna be you know, you're gonna create just complete discourse in yeah. in, in your life and uh, the world and everything. If, if when these walls get too big between us as, as interpersonal people or you know nations or whatever, you have problems, and uh, you know just kind of goes to the the power of this album and it's like okay that can be relevant again you know who hitler if if he listened to this album i wish this came out in 1927 mm -hmm. i think it would have helped yeah i, I think, think so. he would relate he was a frustrated artist yeah and i mean yeah and he 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 fought in the first world war and then he was pissed about that and mm -hmm. put up his walls and he obviously was a schizophrenic crazy motherfucker yeah um so damn it but hopefully this album will stop the next hitler i mean you if you don't want uh if you don't want the next hitler just take this this simple lesson that the pink floyd's the wall gives you yeah and just <laughs> don't build your walls too high if you have a friend that looks like he's going hitler out maybe sit with him talk to him and play himself yeah at least uh bring him home bring him home <laughs> bring our boys home um yeah, and and uh, again, this is just this is he says it's the central. So it's Roger Waters. He wrote this album. He's yeah. allowed to say whatever he wants, but this is the uh, also just kind of another setup to the big 
The big one. The famous, the the song that will they'll be remembered by. I guess there's a lot of wish you were here when you could you could go, but this is it. Um, and right before, this is one of my favorite intros. Is the ending of this with the voices all? Let's just go into it. Go you all know. It. Here's uh, comfortably numb. You want to let this play out? Yeah. Yeah. All the voices from his past. already all played out but just listening to this album and then this song coming on must have been quite a, a moment when you first bought the album Solos and then Mojo. Maybe, maybe part number our favorite guitar, just like our most popular, famous Pink Floyd guitar solo right so, now. Yeah, it's one of those ones that's voted the the best of all time. I mean, what what, what can you say about this song? <coughs> um, I mean, here we finally have a, like a more clear. Like, it's kind of getting back to the story of Pink here. It's, it's definitely like more obvious that you know Pink is in his stupor, yep. and this doctor is here, and he's gonna make him feel better. And it's kind of that motherly, like you know, just oh, I can use you. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that famous. Uh, so Roger Waters is the doctor. Yeah. And Gilmore is the drugs. I would say Gilmore is Pink here. Just 
but on the drugs that oh, are kicking in. Oh, I'm sorry, in. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're both singing to Pink. Yeah. Yeah. He's the... He might be the drugs. Yeah. It just sounds so like yeah. drugs. And just whatever chord that is, probably G, because it's always G. Yeah. But it, in, in the verses are minor key, so it's got that minor sound, and then it explodes into the chorus. Um, yeah, so... The, you know, in the next song is called The Show Must Go On, but that's kind of what's going on here. He can't play. But you got contracts, you got people, you got thousands, millions of dollars on the line here. Get this and, fucker up. And Pink, yeah, get him on like, the stage. It's like, uh, what movie, Denzel Washington movie was it, where he plays the, the, the pilot, and he's like, you gotta go fly a plane. And he does all this, you got, or you gotta go be on the trial for the, your plane that you crashed, and revive him, do cocaine, and let's get him, let's get him to the show. You yeah. Know? And I think, I think here, you know, they're talking to Pink as, you know, he's passed out in his hotel room or whatever. Yeah. Doctors coming in, you know, friends are in there, like, hey, the rest of the band is in there hey we gotta go play the show yeah. just give him what he needs you know and I think that he's he, I've become comfortably numb where he's just like fuck fuck it and, and fuck it yeah and there's something to be said about like the, the doctor and the management and all his, his friends quote friends no it's he's cut himself off that there's no like let's try to help him out let's just get him up there he's I mean it's like the getting him the puppet yeah you know, we don't we have our shit to do we can't deal with this just get him up there do his job and let's move on um, and he plays the first solo, um, I think the first one's on the verse, and then the second solo is on the chorus, so, it, like, the, I think the first solo is a little, or maybe this one's a little more angrier, and the first one is a little more uplifting. Yeah, it totally is. Um, and, you know, this, the solos speak for themselves. And I think, uh, there was, like, a quote about Gilmore loving the, this is, uh, he said, you, you just, you don't understand the feeling of this, playing this song live. And me getting it, like, I'm kind of hidden, and, you know, everyone just gets that feeling. Because the, the intro, that drop in, that B minor, just boom, and the, the strings, one of the best openings for a song. And you got the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do arpeggio strings. But he was, he was saying, there's nothing like that feeling where I'm sitting in the black, no one can see me, but everyone knows what's about to happen. Yeah. And you got Roger Waters singing the verses, and it's kind of like mundane. And then like lights come on, and he comes out. sings that chorus, and yeah. can't you know? Those are one of the lifetime type of things. And and this is a this is a uh, Gilmore Roger Waters collaboration. This is one of their last ones. This was a Gilmore demo first, kind of just an instrumental. He didn't know what he was thinking. Maybe I'll put it on my my album. And he heard what Roger Waters was coming up with, and. This was a great collaboration. Thank God this uh, this got thrown on there. Yeah, the working title of this was The Doctor, yep. which, you know, makes sense. Because the doctor's coming and talking to him. Um, I mean, one of the most beautiful pop of this song is one of those ones that are going to be sent to space. Yeah. You know, Library of Congress songs. Um, that pedal stale. That's almost like in Breathe in the Air. Just that little yeah. rising. And yeah, I mean, this is just very druggy song, just trippy, drippy. Um, Michael Carmen came up with the orchestral arrangements. Uh, Gilmore wanted more of a grungy kind of verse, but then then they they really battled over the song, and you could see why because it's so important. Yeah. And he wanted a little more aggressive, but they they agreed on it. And they figured it out. Did what they did. Um, in this one, I can't help but think like this is. This 
this Bowie here. I think just just in the in the way Roger's singing it, and also Bowie in in um, is there anybody out there? Right, I mean, uh, like a few of them here. There's some Bowie going on here, just space rock. Yeah, know? absolutely. Um, I think Bowie came and sang this with them once. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I think yeah, maybe if we can find sense. it, we'll throw it on there. That's the, cool. Yeah, put it on the website. Pretty sure when he died, I remember like looking through videos, and this was a song that he. That's pretty cool. sure it's this one. Um, I mean, nobody can deny this song. No, and there's so much. Pay attention to detail. That little pr- little pinprick, and then you hear the little ding, and then the ahs. Yeah. There's just so much going on, and it it works. The whole thing does. Um, and I really like taking a break from this song, especially since it was killed on the radio for me, young. And then when it does come on, though, when I'm not ready for it, and it just comes on, and you're, and you're going for a car ride. It can hit you. It can get you good. It can, yeah. If it's not overplayed for you. Um, and it, you can't help that the way you're singing and singing about childhood and remembering what it was like and your hands felt like two balloons and yeah that's the reference um what song was it where he said <coughs> excuse me i got balloon um i got balloon hands was, yeah. i think it was, a, was it listening which is the one that he was listening all the things um, oh um what shall we do now no no no, no before dave he's already made the mention to about Well, and, and while George is just Sorry. seeing if he can find that, the uh, a distant ship smoke on the horizon. That line just mm-hmm. I don't even really know what it means, but it's pleasant. It's just so good. <laughs> it's just so poetic. Um, yeah, I mean those three lines. There is no pain you are receding. A distant ship, smoke on the horizon. You are only coming through in waves. And then I guess your lips move, but I can't hear what you're saying. Um, yeah, they, that's the most poetic they got on this album. And when you, when you write something that pretty, just sing about ships and about smoking. And just, just <laughs> and you'll be okay. You'll be good. You'll be moving on. Uh, did you find it, or should we move on from we that? We should move on. All right. Well, they did sing something about balloons, and it does in the movie, Sorry, too. Nobody Home. It's from Nobody Home. I've got a little black book with my poems on, got a bag with my toothbrush and my comb in. Uh, when I'm a good dog, they sometimes throw me a bone in. I've got elastic bands keeping my shoes on, got those swollen hand blues. I've got 13 channels of shit on TV to choose from. Swollen hand blues. Yep. Hands are like balloons, this, that. You know, what's swollen hand blues? Right. Yeah. Um, it's that like just being drugged up or like the the puffiness from feeling like you're numb. Yeah. You know, like a like phantom, hands, phantom limbs. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, and you know, from drugs, it just comes to being comfortably numb. And there is a uh, in the movie. There's a part in the beginning of the movie where he's sick. Yeah. And he's in his bed. His mom. It's during mother, I think. So and actually, kind of Roger. Back. It's kind of also goes to Roger. I guess Roger was sick when he was a kid had something bad like that that's also where the balloon hand things comes from so and and, and that pretty much where they're getting to is the only way he can get out from behind that wall is just to be catatonic drugged out and he'll go and do it but other than that he's liking the uh the feeling of being comfortably numb um and it also did it go it went back to an incident where Roger Waters was on in the flesh tour and they tranquilized him for some reason he hurt his foot and he was really you know they got him high yeah. 
and he didn't like it playing like that, but he had to go through a show like that. So it was a reference to that too. Especially coming off of uh, comfortably numb, going into the next one makes that makes sense. Yeah, the show must go on. The show must go one. on. But uh, I mean, just what what can you do by this song? That's it. It's heaven. Get out of the way. Let it go. This is what heaven sounds like. I don't care if you think it's overplayed, but... Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, this is just another one where it's like, just a reminder of like, yeah, if Roger Waters is playing, he was gonna do this one, uh, it's, it's pretty special. Yeah. It's pretty special. Even uh, even though, you know, he doesn't really do much with uh, Dave Gilmore anymore, uh, it's... it's it's one of the best. And they both played on their tours. Yeah. They both get to. It's just, it's a must. Um, and, and I really do like that it was their last song as a band. Richard Wright is no longer with us. Um, yeah, shame he had to go. But if this is the last thing they did together as, as truly Pink Floyd, yep. uh, that's the way to do it. They do a bad job. Yeah. So, um... Well, the song, the shows must go on, everything must go on, so let's, uh... show must go on. Let's go into song number seven. I don't know where we are on the vinyl. Now we are, I, I think that was I the end earlier, now we're at the end of, of side three. Okay, so that was the end. Yeah. Flipping it over. <laughs> show must go on. Little, uh, is he is he still high from the drugs at this moment? I think he, he sounds is, pretty blissful. I think he, but I think he. Are they running through his system? He's. I don't know. It almost feels like he's kind of at the most awake he's been. Oh yeah, I wrote moment of mental clarity. Yeah, he, I think he's finally. I mean, the line, uh, "Do I have to stand up? What a nightmare! Why don't I just turn and run? There must be some mistake." Militum, take my soul. I think he's like, wait, I just fucked everything up. Yeah. Wait, wait, what the fuck? Is he finally being like, I what? Okay, uh, I fucked this up. Um, and then, and then. He, but then, the, not the way the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It goes into he's having a moment of clarity, uh, but then I th I feel like the it's just like that complete you know the, the reaction to that is just it's so forceful it turns him completely the other way just when you think like oh he's waking up mm -hmm. he turns into hitler dictator in a second 
Um, the song itself is just weird Beach Boys space song. Totally. The beginning is, uh, it's super Beach Boysy. The it's beginning. Actually, I think even Rogers said, said something about that. Huh? Well, Bruce Johnson is the Beach Boys. He's on the song. They were supposed to have all the uh, Beach Boys come in. Um, Bruce Johnson. Yep. He was on it, but they were supposed to have the whole group come and do it, but. I think it was like something that was uh, called. Uh, it was cancelled. What was the name? What's the name of that uh, film festival in Aspen? The big one. But Sunshine. But Sun, Love. Whatever it is. Uh, they were yeah. They were supposed to do something. That would have been cool. But Love. No, not. Oh, having they, the. <laughs> having the beach boys on. <laughs> the show must go on. It's the only song that doesn't have uh, Roger Waters on it? <clears throat> nope. Huh? Nope. I mean, he wrote it, but no. This is all... So he doesn't mean, do yeah. anything. So you mean, yep. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, no Roger nope, on this. he's not huh? on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool that he wrote, you know, wrote it and then just gave it to everyone else. Like, I'm not going to do anything on it, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess there is... Uh, it's never been played live. I guess you, you can hear him singing on a cut-out version, but, uh, yeah. Never played live, you mean, during the show? I mean, what about the I, wall it, show? I saw something that they said that they never played it live. They do, right? No, they definitely yeah. do. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Like, the verse that was cut out, there was, there was different, you know, uh, verses okay. that were about this that got that got. Uh, I was like, damn, they just took out a song. I'm, I'm like, I've seen it a couple times, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so a moment of clarity, but it's soon to, uh, to turn on him and he, he, uh, decides to choose the dark side. Yeah, just, just when you think, huh? Just yeah. when he's, he's But I think, I think the drugs just in his system, he's like, okay, I'm, I'm good now. Yeah. And he doesn't realize he's still an asshole. Yeah. Or he's getting cocky and he's like, I'm a rock star, I forgot again, now I'm going to use this to I'm my, to my power. I like that he, um... He's, he's, he's calling out to mom and dad again. Yeah. Yep. Always it, it, there. It seems like every time that he has moments of, anytime he'll have like moment of clarity is uh, when he's reminiscing about you know his childhood. Yeah. Um. And then he goes back to you know it is. So what we'll do here is go to song number eight, in the flesh. No oh, question mark. No question. So mark. it's part two. Yeah. Same. Same basic. Everything's the same, but mm-hmm. then he stops in the middle, and he has he has a message. In the flesh. Part done.
So everything's pretty much as is on the, the first part. Uh, but now, and this is where I don't know, in the movie, the first time he sings it, he's got his eyebrows normal. and But in this one, they're shaved. And he's thinking he's a fascist dictator. Uh, almost like, a, you know, he's like at a second birth. It's got that Beach Boy sound right there at the beginning still. Um, but it quickly turns here. He starts calling out, um, I mean, the first question. Well, let's just get there. I got some bad news. Pink isn't well. Someone else is taking over him. So I don't know if it's just him and his drug phase. He's just drugged out and crazy. He's become everything he was anti as a kid. He's become that authority figure. Yeah. I mean, he's just the cliche of everything he didn't want to be. Everyone that's not like him. And nothing worse than someone with spots. Someone with what? Spots. <laughs> Don't like him either. I feel that. So darker. smoking a joint if I had it my way I'd have you all shot and he's, he's still the rock star but now he's got even more fucking yeah. evil in him yeah and it, you know it's it's just people opposing your ideas anyone now is the enemy anyone that's not even like me is the enemy it's the final solution they're different than me we must kill them and he's got the same big exit or big uh, you know rock star entrance but this one just boom yep just stops big end yeah um and then you, you could go to the, bring it back to the more global, larger view of dictatorship and just, I mean, we even see speeches today of people like that who are just trying to divide us and it, you, you get, you'll definitely have a hardcore following of people that agree with you, but that they're more willing to die for you, but you've had to do that to cut off a lot of other people. I mean, definitely. It, it definitely just goes to show like, you know, those who don't read history are doing a repeat it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, and they're always like, no, I know about it, but this is different. Yeah. This is different why. It's, it's textbook that when these when these kind of things come up. I mean, well, it's that, we like to think Hitler's the first guy, but he's not the first guy to fucking do it. He's well, just the first, you know, the, yeah. the big guy in modern history to do and, it. And I think when people look back, they're like, oh, when, when Hitler was around, I would have been like, no way, he's mean. But it's just like when anyone talks about any politician, they're like, if you actually hung around with Hitler, he was a really cool guy. Yeah, really sure. smart, interesting guy to talk to. And if you were German, I mean, he was... Lovable. Yeah. Well, 
Well, great, loved all. Great speeches, you know, loved piss. And probably just like come over and hang out with your kids. He was great with kids, blah, blah, blah. But if uh, you weren't like him, quite a dick. Uh, yeah, so we still see that going off. Uh, Should happen. To these days. The same shit going on, but. Um, Not if we don't let it. We must kill them. See, then we're the same people. Mm. Who's the bad shot. guy here? George, you're the bad guy. I am. Drinking your, drinking your shot. America. Well, I'm drinking water now. Oh, nice. George bought these, like, tiny Budweiser cans. They're, like, two ounces. <laughs> you just take a shot and throw it against the wall. I hit, like, three real quick. I think you buy them for drunks, and then they think they have they a whole game. Like, but it's like, oh, no, I finished the 12-pack. Yeah, and they only had, like, four beers. Yeah. Um. <laughs> good song. Good one. So, we'll, we'll keep it going. Um, he's turned into Hitler, everyone. He shaved his eyebrows. Terrible look. Do not suggest to yeah, shaving your eyebrows. No, I know no. some people do, like, the... Or, I mean, the way he did it was, like, You don't realize how important eyebrows are until you see someone who doesn't have them. Without, yeah. Terrible. Well, now go on to... Still playing the rock show, too. He's still... He's still at the rock show. Yep. Song number nine. This is this is my uh, favorite... Well, I think it's the only really keyboard solo, but Tom and Jerry, folks. <laughs> yeah, run like hell. Run like hell. It's, it's more just now he's just kind of putting the fear in people just you better watch out this everything's evil out there you know he's putting the 
he's trying to sell his side now that all these people that I called up against the wall, if we just let this be, there's chaos on the streets. There's going to be people, uh, you know, keep your dirty feelings deep inside. If you're taking your girlfriend out, you better park the car well out of sight because if they catch you in the back seat trying to pick her locks, they're going to send you back to mother in a cardboard box. You better run. There's people out there. And I will help you. Yeah. Put on your disguise. Yeah, be like me. Build a wall. So he's kind of... He's, he's definitely into... Everyone should have a wall, like me. This is the right way to be. This Fuck is, everyone. Is this sort of a, a, another another brick in the wall here? Where it's, it's got the... We don't need no education. Yeah. And he's and this is when he's at his even more so than before. We keep thinking yeah. like, oh, maybe he's calming down. No. This is he's full fledged, fucking. Now he's getting other people to build their walls. Yeah, and he's um, he's, he's calling for his thugs to attack the riffraff. Yeah, mentioned in the previous song. The the Jews and the and the coons, the queers and the blacks. Yeah. yeah, and even in the movie, there's I guess they hired some some real skinhead group. Um, from Essex in, in England and they there's like a interracial couple making out and they break into it and yeah. break that up so he's turned into he's, he's even worse than what he was rebelling against you know um, run like a good rock song we move on to song number 10 waiting for the worms So the beginning song made it sound pleasant for a second, and then no. Right back. Right back in the darkest. So it starts off with Inswell Drilled A. I don't know if I said that right, but that's one, two, three, four in German. So definitely reference to the. One, two, three, all. Into the Nazi, Nazi uh, chant. Beach Boys intro. But then now we're just going. Now we're going into ethnic cleansing. Um, now we're doing tool. And he, yeah, we're, exactly. And he's he's becoming the force that killed his dad. Yeah. You know? 
For the final solution to strengthen the strain To follow the worms To turn on the showers and fire the ovens For the queers and the kings and the reds and the Jews To follow the worms All to make everyone safe mm-hmm. Back to mother mm-hmm. He's doing it for the right reasons You're just not listening Or you're on the opposite side and it sucks for you But if you're on his team It's a good place to be Kind of sneak, like talking into your ear. And in, in, in that Beach Boys moment, he's saying, "You cannot reach me now." Yeah. Goodbye. He brings up goodbye, cruel world, the worms decaying. I mean, it's extreme nationalism. There's all these multiple voices in the background, and there's things like uh, it says, like you might encounter Jew boys. We'll, we'll reconvene at 1 o'clock at Brixton. You know, there's a whole bunch of just rallying cries that it's always that you're being attacked and you're doing this to stop the evilness. The name is, yeah, is that, uh, Waiting for the worms. The sake of safety. Yeah. Um, and then, so you got the chanting going on. But then right at the end here, I feel like the drugs start wearing off. Um, and... You know, he's still chanting, he's, he's about to lose his mind, but there's a little, I guess, another moment of clarity. Yeah, this seems to be like the last, the last state of the, uh, of his final solution orders, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, just this, like, ending here, it sounds like the, the angry mob is like, he's got... He's getting it's surrounded. Him now, yeah, you know? yeah, it's about to happen. Yeah. Everything's coming first from what he wanted, and then... Little boy. This song's called Stop. Short little 31 second. Second little thing. Love that right there. Yep. And yeah, this is his real moment of clarity. This is the one where he's taking responsibility for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sp- social and personal responsibility, all the burdens that uh, might have been happened. Maybe it is all him that's been building this up and it's not mom's fault or everyone else's fault and like George said uh, he has to know has he been guilty all this time so he's gonna put himself on trial mm-hmm. um, yeah that's really it's a what is it how long is that 31, like 31 seconds really quick um, cool piano playing uh, I don't know I wonder if that's uh, that's Richard Wright and let's go into it this is the weird this is the weirdest song yeah, Hello. this one's cool. Yeah. We're going to some penultimate song. Penultimate. The trial. This is where he realizes all of his sins. Mm-hmm. 
Crazy. This is uh, Roger Waters' is most just crazy. Our yeah. little actor we got over here. He's uh, playing all the people of his past that he felt have impressed him. The schoolmaster, the wife, the mother. Um, then there's a prosecutor and a judge, so there's five different voices. Yeah, the, school, the schoolmaster. Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of it's hilarious. And it's all just obviously it's like morphed over the top characters. Yeah. It's the This is mom. Being mom. Yep. Or the mom that he has in his head. Yeah. Yeah. And the schoolmaster. I'm saying if you just let me hammer him more, if you just I let me. Yeah. And then uh, his wife, you little shit, you're in it now. Uh, have you broke any up? Have you broke any homes up lately? <laughs> you know. Pretty brutal. She says uh, five minutes, Your Honor. Me and him alone. What is that? What's she planning on doing there? Still wants to fuck him. You fuck think? Him, fuck him for five minutes. Mm. Or just whip him and then take him back. You know, kind of be. He's like the school the school teachers that were whipped when they went home. Yeah. He became that guy. Yeah. And then there's the riff again. We don't need no education. That's always back. In all my years of judging. Never heard before of someone what more deserving of the full penalty of the law. It's kind of confusing here, though. So he says, like, you deserve penalty, tear down the wall. So you're not being penalized. Penalized is that your walls now has to go down. Oh, gotcha. Tear down your wall. Yeah. I love that. Your exquisite wife and mother. Yeah, he's overly doing all the every British kind of accent. Yeah. sort of our epic crescendo of our musical opera, our rock opera here. Yes. And here in the live show, 
the wall starts crumbling. The wall starts slowly crumbling while the crowd chants tear down the wall. It was originally called Trial by Puppet. Mm -hmm. um, I love the I love the working titles because they really like summarize the song in or the song in one word. Yeah, they really do. And just a and such a off just a rock opera song, but just so different from everything else yeah. on the album. Yeah. Remember that was really messy. And that super and that toys in the attic, I'm crazy. Just the way the music is, it's creepy as hell. And then the uh, the movie, it's really trippy as hell. It's all the cartoon um, characters. Mm. Um, and there it is. The the wall's down, George. The wall is down. And the he trial. did it. He's guilty. I mean, it doesn't mean you shouldn't get help and go to therapy and all that, but at the end of the day, it's you that's got to tear down the wall. Yeah, don't let it get to the point where, uh, you know, you've, you've isolated so many people in your life or, or, I mean, goddamn, the amount of, like, stories you can go here, the, um, the different narratives you can take here, you know, don't isolate yourself from other people and people that love you, um, don't be don't be an agoraphobic phobic don't be you know but not don't have that xenophobia yeah. of you know the, the other people there everybody's the same we're all the same and you know when your walls get built up like this get built too high you're gonna snap and it's a it's an evil thing to do and history repeats itself and it, it'll repeat itself consistently yeah don't turn your jealousies and your fears and all that upon your friends or yeah, people that don't deserve it yeah don't take out your insecurities and other people yeah um easier said than done goddamn but thanks Pink Floyd for making it keep like reminding some. yourself mm -hmm. yeah. and i think it's uh, with the chili peppers other side like i tear it down i tear it down but then form again it's gonna keep the walls it's not you can't get rid of it yeah like, but keep it in check just think about it and, and like you said this is a little wall you should everyone has a yard it's fine mm-hmm just you don't build the, the yard you where you can't see what the fuck's going on. Yeah. yeah. So you can see this, the sunshine. I guess we're kind of doing that with uh, gated communities and stuff. but <laughs> it's, Again, it's okay to have a wall. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> as long Gotta as, protect what's mine, buddy. As long as the blocks don't move in. That's exactly what the wall's for. Um, there you go. Uh do we what, what, what we got one more song what do you want to do just mm -hmm. play this i mean it's so what is it a minute 40 yeah um he kind of just gives it's called outside the wall uh originally bleeding hearts or the buskers um and what is the exact uh he's kind of just gives a quick narrative all alone or in twos the ones who really love you walk up and down outside the wall some hand in hand and some gathered together in bands. The bleeding hearts and the artists make their stand. And when they've given you their all, some stagger and fall. After all, after all, it's not easy. Banging your heart against some mad bugger's wall. That's, I love, that's my favorite one right there. Mm -hmm. And when they've given you their all, some stagger and fall. After all, it's not easy. Banging your heart against some mad bugger's wall. I like that. Yep, and then, isn't this where? And that's how it ends, and then... Isn't this where it all begins? Loops back around. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, we've said it over and over again, but haven't we learned from history? And he, he pretty much is, that's what this is saying is no, we'll, we'll keep doing this over and over. We'll eventually get it right. Maybe we keep doing it over and over again, but it's a little less. A little better every time. A little better every time. Yeah. That would be nice. I mean, maybe. Still progress. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe not. 
but uh, I, I guess that's kind of the hopeful mm-hmm. part just of it. Try to get outside the wall. But yeah, there's also just not that like, oh, just stop and everything will be fine, and yeah. that's all you have to do. He he sarcastically knows that he'll be dead before anything at all gets close to peace or whatever the mm. fuck. Yabba jabba dabba. Yeah. But the internet should help and also not help. And hopefully help. I think in the long run, the more uh, the more we can actually understand each other language wise, that's a huge thing. I mean, who, um, who would have thought an Irishman and a Serb would be doing a not I podcast? Not I. Um, I still hate Serbs. I don't care for Irishmen. But uh, my mom. But you're okay. My mom taught me to. You're okay. Tear down your walls. Build them up. Yeah. My mom's a wall terror. She never. She did. She didn't set up a lot of walls for me, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. She set up the right ones. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had, if we had Pink's mother, I don't, I, I think I can say the same with you. Yeah. There are those people that will try to help. Will try to make build your wall, um, and and get you because theirs are high, just like Pink did in in Pink in in the wall. Yeah, he was towards the end here was like, okay, well everybody else has to be misery 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 loves company. Yep, and uh, and just don't fall for it. And 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 dads too. It's not all yeah. just blame the moms. Yes, build the of wall. course. Dads uh, can build some crazy fucking walls too. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so we hope uh, we save the world again. I hope so. Take, uh, take acid. Dump. <laughs> Try listening to The Wall Sober. Uh, and, uh, smoke weed, man. But if fucking now that you hear the story to it, go back and give it a full listen. And, and, and if you haven't realized that part of the story before, you'll uh, maybe have a, a deeper adoration and an appreciation for The Wall. Because it's b- simply one of the best of all time. Yeah. And I mean that we're we're doing two double albums uh, in a row. That's kind of our theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was just the the no brainer. Then we wanted to go something a little a little different. But this this is the the, the greatest double album, double album yeah. of all time. Yeah, better than Beatles. Better than well, Beatles just double albums are there. The White Album. It's true. But that or just because this is such a concept. Yeah. That's just like we had a shitload of songs. Let's get them on there. Yeah. This um, is the, they, they took you know what thirty six songs not twenty six songs on this yeah this is a twenty six total 20, 13, 13. yeah um, and this is the, the the Pink Floyd as a band as the band that is the, the original members will make one more album and then uh, Roger Waters quit in nineteen eighty five they got back together made some other albums and they got they had some pretty big songs mm-hmm. and they went as Pink Floyd and he was Roger Waters um, you know just lost that in a court case and they've been they'd never really reconvened um the different like little one-off shows together yeah Yeah, roger waters the first time i saw him was like 98 and it was amazing yeah britain like graduating high school and then seen him a couple other years and then he's doing the wall uh tour and if we're we're in 2016 right now so i think he's he's doing the desert trip show which is coming out into uh, coachella in october so i don't know if he's on tour I, I haven't seen anything yeah, before. Yeah, I think this might be just be a thing. For in him. 2016, Roger Waters is still alive and kicking, and so is Dave Gilmore. Um, yeah. so. Both of them still doing their fucking badass shit. Not together, but, uh, you know, these two legend dudes are still alive and kicking ass. And it might not be much more time for them to at least be touring. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Gilmore just came on tour, and I missed it. But uh, he even said, like, after this, I, you know, I'm getting up there. He, I think he'll maybe do another one. Yeah hoping that everything yeah. is fine yeah. but so yeah should definitely check out and uh this is the end of their four album masterpiece in a row for me um 
and what a hell of a way to go out. Goddamn yeah. pimps. And Pink Floyd. I mean, what are you gonna say? Nothing. Great name. Great name. Pink Floyd. Psychedelic name. Pink Floyd. After two uh, blues players. I just wanted to give. I'm trying to think of anything else to say about this guy. <laughs> well, thank you for listening of the epic wall episodes. The wall. The wall episodes, part yep. one and part two. Um, don't forget to check out the website www.thisismusicpodcast.com. Say nice things, say bad things, whatever, whatever, whatever. We will continue to do this. We'll see you next week Thank with some new shit. Thank God for the bleeding hearts and artists. Love them. Here we go, outside the wall. Bye-bye. Bye. Is there anybody out there? 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 Is there anybody out there?